0: You're listening to the 10-Minute Podcast Challenge that'll prove every place is the same. Welcome your host, the irreverent, the cosmopolitan, the wicked, Daniela Vlaskalik.
1: Hello, and welcome to Every Place is the Same. I am over the moon to welcome my guest today, Jeff Kellaway.
0: Hi, Daniela.
1: Jeff, you have spent some time in Portland, Oregon.
0: That is correct.
1: First impressions. Weird. You've also spent some time in Ho Chi Minh City. Yes. First impressions? Chaotic. Interesting. Now, would you say that Portland, Oregon and Ho Chi Minh City are the same?
0: Absolutely not. No? Nothing.
1: Well, today, on Every Place is the Same, we are going to prove that Portland, Oregon and Ho Chi Minh City are the same. (laughs) Okay. Tell me a bit more about Portland.
0: Well... Um, it's a city in, it's, it's the biggest city in Oregon. Um, it's actually a really interesting city. There's two rivers that intersect, the Willamette or the Willamette, I can never say the name right, and the Columbia River. It is well known for being uh, the corporate head office of Nike, Intel, and I believe Adidas also has a very strong presence there. I mean, it's just a really strange city. And basically, I, all I did was watch episodes of Portlandia, That sketch comedy show, I thought, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. And then I get to Portland, spend some time there. I'm like, that's not a sketch comedy show. That's a documentary.
1: Put a bird on it. (laughs) So a shoe city, if you will.
0: Uh, Yes, Nike and Adidas.
1: Ho Chi Minh City. Tell me about it.
0: Well, it's obviously it is Vietnam's largest city. There are nine million people there. And there are also nine million scooters there. The city is huge and it's pretty cool. You get off the airport, and you're just cars and scooters everywhere, scooters everywhere. It's just full of life, and it's it's in the process of being modernized and gentrified. Um, not that it's a great thing, but there's like a Starbucks now here and there on the odd corner. Could but you find
1: a Starbucks in Portland, Oregon?
0: Actually, only in the suburbs. I didn't see one Starbucks downtown. But yeah, you could find a Starbucks.
1: So they're hard to find in Ho Chi Minh City, And in Portland, Oregon.
0: Actually, you're right. They are kind of hard to find in in the downtown core of Portland because Portland really likes Stumptown coffee, not Starbucks.
1: And And, what kind of coffee does Ho Chi Minh City like?
0: uh, They like the more Vietnamese uh, coffee in the cafes, like their local cafes. It's, it's really cool. Like, there's just cafes everywhere with all their own home-brewed coffee. And
1: Explain a Vietnamese coffee for our international listeners.
0: Oh, my gosh. I feel really silly, but I only had regular coffee when I was there. I didn't ever have Vietnamese coffee.
1: Condensed milk.
0: Yes. That's a big part of it, actually. Yeah. Um, the restaurants all serve very specific. Like, the, the good local places, they don't serve a broad range of things. The local places will just serve one thing they do really well. So there'll be one particular coffee house that does coffee a specific type of way.
1: And in Portland, Oregon, does that happen? Good local places?
0: Yeah, I'd say so. There's good local coffee places. There's also Voodoo Donut, which is a very local, very, like, unique donut place that even serves, like, real bacon on donuts. And, like, they have crazy flavors like Vicks VapoRub Donut or Vicks Cough Syrup Donut. It's quite...
1: So you like donuts?
0: Donuts are fine, yeah.
1: Did you have any deep-fried food in Ho Chi Minh City?
0: Ooh, that's a hard one, because you know what? I'm trying to think of the food I ate there, because there was it's an amazing food culture there.
1: Where was your favorite place to eat in Ho Chi Minh City?
0: It was at one of those food stalls. Like, you can go on these like street food tours on these little Vespas, and they go on like these very specific areas, but none of the food was deep-fried. Really? None of it.
1: Did you have any deep-fried food in Portland, other than donuts?
0: Not really. I ate a lot of, like, sushi, like, a lot of northern Thai food, um, a lot of, like, sort of fancy, like, you know, when you go to one of those, like, restaurants with, like, the fusion thing. Um, Portland wasn't really a deep-fried place for me either.
1: No. So they both really focus on fresh food.
0: You know what? You just reminded me of something really crazy. So Portland has these, like, food trucks all in the center of the city downtown, and it's so cool. They have this huge food truck culture all these crazy food trucks with like Food that I, I didn't encounter deep fried food, but I encountered like Southern food. I encountered like like Vietnamese food. Even I encountered like different kinds of Asian food, like different like. So like you can East go European. into
1: downtown Portland and just hop from food truck to food truck and try different delicacies. And if you're at Ho Chi Minh City, you can walk down and just hop from food stall to food stall and try different delicacies. Is that correct?
0: Okay, yeah, I guess it's right, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely right. So the Portland Bureau of Transportation has just released a number of e-scooters for the city to share. Perhaps you've heard of bike share, yes?
0: I have indeed, yes. And
1: have you heard of the e-scooter share? No. Well, when you get to Portland, you can just put your credit card in and you can (laughs) grab a scooter and go wherever you want to go.
0: Okay, that's pretty awesome, Um, and that kind of makes sense.
1: Hipster, crunch, those words are used to describe Portland. What do those words mean to you?
0: Well, hipster means basically somebody that thinks it's too cool for school and really is dreadfully pretentious and boring, really, but uh, basically it's people that are, like, ahead of the trend, basically, and that create the trend.
1: Did you meet any people in Ho Chi Minh City that were ahead of the trend?
0: No no I did not I'm sorry I should say yes but I I can't even I can't think of one person I met that was remotely trendy in Ho Chi Minh City
1: tell me about the Ben Tan Market
0: oh so that's a place in the center of Ho Chi Minh City that has like like there's a lot of knockoffs of purses of like uh, wallets of watches uh, clothing and shoes yes
1: what kinds of shoes
0: Running shoes?
1: Nike? Adidas? Yes. So you can find Nike shoes in Portland, Oregon, or in Ho Chi Minh City? You can find them. Portland Saturday Market?
0: Um, I think it's down by the river, and I went once. And there was people just selling stuff. Um, I think local artisan crafts and things, just little things that you would, like, you know, pick up. Like, I think there was even some vegetable markets and farmer's markets. Did Uh, they
1: have artisan crafts at the Bintan market in Ho Chi Minh City?
0: Well, I mean, they look like there's some sort of crafting going on. I think it's more mass-produced crafts, but there was indeed that. Um, They did have vegetables in the market and...
1: So they had unique things in both markets.
0: They did have unique things in both markets, yeah.
1: Fantastic. Talk about pho.
0: Like as in a pho pas or the pho, the the soup? The soup. So pho is a very delicious uh, Vietnamese dish that is very ubiquitous pretty much all over the country. Um, And it's actually pretty ubiquitous here now, I'd say. But there it's sort of the birth of pho was in Vietnam. And it's a very simple dish. And they make it on the. It's really fascinating because if you go to a legitimate faux place, the the people that own the restaurant they usually have someone out there. It's probably a family member that's actually simmering the broth and making the broth all day. And it's this really, this really long process where they basically are steaming and they are. They are uh, creating the broth, uh, vegetable broth for the soup. And it's predominantly, it can have like usually raw beef or raw pork in it. And the pork and the beef cook itself while it's in the hot steaming soup with a variety of vegetables that you can add to it and, and herbs.
1: And what's um, the key ingredient in pho? Water. Noodles.
0: Oh, yes. Noodles. Thank you. Rice noodles, actually.
1: Pho in Portland?
0: Uh, Well, they have rice noodles in them. And it's a knockoff from the one in Vietnam.
1: Knockoffs. So if we're talking about knockoffs in Ho Chi Minh City or knockoffs in Portland, both are experiencing it, whether it's noodles or runners.
0: Okay, yeah, I guess you're right.
1: Let's talk tunnels.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Did you experience tunnels in Portland or Ho Chi Minh City?
0: I experienced tunnels... Not in Portland, but I did in Ho Chi Minh City, just outside the very famous Coochie tunnels. And this is just—it's you go up the Saigon River. To Are you
1: talking about the Mekong Delta?
0: Oh yeah, that's right. It's not called the Saigon River. Thanks, the Mekong Delta. Thank you. Basically, you go into this really cool area where they show you the tunnels that were uh, that the, the locals lived in to survive both, I think, the first war with the French. And then eventually the second war with uh, the Americans, the American War. Um,
1: the Coochie Tunnels. Yeah. Is an immense network of underground tunnels used by the Viet Cong soldiers as hiding spots during combat, as well as communications, spy routes, hospitals, foods, uh, weapons caches, and living quarters.
0: Yeah, yep, you got it. That's a pretty good description of it. Thank you.
1: Portland Tunnels.
0: I've never seen tunnels in Portland.
1: You need to look down, Jeff. The Portland Underground are a series of tunnels beneath the city where able-bodied men were grabbed, kidnapped, and then sold to sea captains and forced to work upon ships without getting paid. Portland, once known as the Forbidden City or the Unheavenly City. You can still tour the underground Portland tunnels today. Wow. If you and I are walking through Portland, where would you take me?
0: Um, you know what? There's a really cool museum. When I was there, they were showing a bunch of, what's this, Rothko? Because he's Mark Rothko was born there. He was before he, like, died. He was a very well-known painter. Um, I think he came up in the 50s and 60s especially, and he's very famous for these huge murals he did for the Four Seasons in New York. And they're sort of these sort of unicolored sort of beige-red You know what, I'm a terrible when it comes to art history, but basically he he created some pretty... Got
1: it, got it.
0: Yeah. There's also a great theater called the Portland Theater Center that shows really great shows. um, And I actually saw the play based on Mark Rothko called Red there.
1: What makes you see red?
0: Oh, that's such a good question. You know, it's usually the sky. It usually, like, and it's not usually because the sky is directly red. It's the, the idea that it could get red from a sunset. Like the ones in Vietnam. Beautiful. Yeah.
1: Ho Chi Minh City. We're walking through it. Where are you going to take me?
0: I would take you on a food tour first. Okay. So it's like easy into the place and you get a real sense of the streets and the nightlife and the people. But then I would also take you to the American War Museum because I feel that that really gives people a a different perspective on on that war, and it's it's more famously called, infamously called, the Vietnam War here in North America. But it's the, the that war through the Vietnamese, uh, the, the Vietnam's eyes, and it's a very sobering, harrowing look at at uh, what happened back in the '60s and '70s.
1: If you're tired of Starbucks and want a good local coffee followed by some good local food where you can just hop from food stall to food stall or food truck to food truck. If you're looking for knockoffs, noodles or runners, or you just want to get lost in the tunnels, I think that Jeff, you have helped us prove that Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam, and Portland, Oregon, USA are the same.
0: I think he might be right. You just listened to Every Place is the Same hosted by Daniela Blascallek and directed by Marco Timpano. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram or join our
1: Patreon page. Until the next time, enjoy your travels.